Hey, welcome back to Confidence in Christ with Kayla. Today, we are going to jump around in Joshua. We're going to be in chapters 3 and 4. And what I'm going to do is summarize a little bit of it and read a few verses, and I'll make sure you know where I am as I go. So, we are catching up with Joshua right after Moses has appointed him leader over the Israelites. Moses is getting ready to die, and at the end of chapter 2, he does that. And um, so now Joshua is in charge. And it starts out, and one thing I love about Joshua is the very first verse in chapter 3, it says, early in the morning, Joshua. And what I love about that is that Joshua was a man of action. He acted immediately when God asked him to do something like he did wait around, he made it a priority. And so that's where this really kind of takes place. And I love his obedience and how quickly he does that. So they are getting ready to cross the Jordan River. Now you have to remember, there are lots and lots and lots of Israelites. And it's not just a few people. We're talking about 12 different tribes of people. That's a lot of people, okay? So they're going and they've got the Ark of the Covenant. And in verse, where are we? Verse 7, um, The Lord tells Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all of Israel, so that they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priest who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go in and stand in the river. Now, if we move forward a few verses to verse 15, it says, Now the Jordan is at full flood stage all during the harvest guess what? It's harvest season. And then it continues and it says, yet as soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam. And then it continues to kind of go into some depth on that. Okay, so have you ever seen a raging river? I mean, Jordan River is not a small river. That is a really big river. And it's raging because it's the middle of flood season, okay? These guys, first off, what I love is back in verse, what was that, seven? They had to, God tells them that they have to take action before he does anything. They have to take steps into this raging river in order for him to do the miracle that he's going to do. Because thousands of people have to cross this river and there's no way they're all going to make it if it's at flood level, middle of the harvest. So they take this Ark of the Covenant, these 12 guys, one from each tribe, and they step in to the Jordan River and they go to it, they step their feet in it, and then all of a sudden it stops way up river so far that they probably about can't see it. They had to take a step of faith in order for that to start. What is God asking you to just take a step of faith into that raging river? And then that's when the miracle's going to happen. You're going to get to watch those floodwaters stop somewhere upstream and not overtake you so that you can pass clearly on dry ground. If we keep going into chapter 4, it talks about how they pick up stones out of the middle of the river to consecrate God stopping the water, just like he did in the Red Sea. It's just... It reminds me of how God requires something of us. He wants us to trust him and put that trust forward and show him that we're going to trust him. And that's exactly what he did here. And look at the faithfulness of God. What confidence that can give us in him. That if he's going to stop a whole river, just like he parted the whole Red Sea for these people to cross, his beloved people, just like you and I, why wouldn't he do the same for you? He's going to. So today... 
dip your toe in the water, step into the river, and watch what God's going to do.